Hello and welcome. I'm Matthew from Rosie and Rosie, investment property specialists helping you invest in property with confidence. Join us as we interview local experts from within the real estate industry and share with you the insights and practical tips to give you the edge when it comes to buying, selling or renting your investment property. Today we're joined by registered conveyancer Monica Clay from M Clay Conveyancing. Welcome Monica and thanks for joining us. Thanks Matt and thank you for having me. Monica, today I wanted to talk to you about conveyancing. We seem to accept that when we buy and sell a home, we need to use a conveyancer, but I often find people really don't understand what it is that you do. So perhaps can you kick us off by saying, what exactly does a conveyancer do? Okay, so what a conveyancer does is basically they change the name on a property. So. For example, you might be buying a property or selling a property, it could be a divorce situation or a marital situation. In all of those instances, the name on the actual title of the property will change and you need a conveyancer to assist you with the legal documentation to make those changes. Excellent. And that's, I guess, what 90% of people would use it or engage a conveyancer for. But uh, I know M Clay Conveyancing offers other services. Can you outline some of those briefly for us? Yes, certainly. So it could be a private contract situation. So that is that perhaps you're selling your home and you've already got a buyer. It could be that your brother wants to buy the home from you. It could be a neighbour up the street. So you've actually already established um, a buyer for your home. So in that instance, you don't need an agent. You can actually go to a conveyancer like M Clay Conveyances and we can actually prepare a private contract for you as well as the other documentation that's required and complete the conveyancing transaction for you. So big saving of money for you um, of course in this instance as well so we can certainly do that. Other things we do are land divisions as well so whereby perhaps you've got a property currently one title that you might be wanting to chop it up I guess you could say um, into two or more titles depending on obviously consents that you might you know be required to have but we assist with that sort of thing as well. Great. With regards to settlements in particular, what does that process involve? Uh, what are some of the key terms and milestones, I guess, that people should be familiar with? Okay, so if we um, sort of take it from the situation whereby we've already got finance approval, because in most cases, if people are, say, buying a particular property, um, and we're looking from a, a purchase situation, um, there'll be a finance application. So once that finance application has been approved, there'll be things like mortgage documents that will have to be signed. Once they are signed, they go back to their bank and the bank will have to certify those documents. So those sorts of terms, there will be a settlement statement that the conveyancer will provide to them um, and that will actually just detail all of the costs associated with that particular transaction, with the uh, buying of it. So stamp duty, government registration, the conveyancing fees, um, things like adjustment of rates and taxes, all of that sort of thing. The other thing that will be involved would be funds available. So the bank will tell the conveyancer, or once the conveyancer seeks the information, as to just what sort of funds are available. And there could be a shortfall that the client is making up. So the conveyancer will then get involved with that. There's a lot of other checks that a conveyancer needs to do prior to settlement, including doing um, a certain government transactions as far as their stamp duty is concerned. There are certain government portals that we have to use to get everything done. So there'll be a lot of checks a conveyancer does to make the file ready for settlement. But that's all stuff that really is left to the conveyancer and the client has just basically advised it, we're all good to go and settlement will occur on the date that it's planned to happen in most cases. <laughs> in most cases, yeah. yes. And when should someone start engaging a conveyancer, whether it be for settlement or 
for some of those other services you mentioned, sales contracts or subdivision purposes? But I really like to um, advise my clients that it's sort of never too soon to involve your conveyancer. Um, you know, even from like from a sales point of view, there could be some valuable information that the conveyancer gives to the person that's selling the property. It could be that the mortgage that is on the particular title, there could be some extra work involved with that one, it might take a bit more time. It could be that there's been a death of one of the parties that's selling the property and things have to actually occur to put that title in order. So basically to make sure the names on the title are correct before the sale can proceed. So in a sale situation, yeah, always get in early, but also for a purchase situation, the amount of information and advice that I can give my client as a conveyancer prior to them entering into a contract is invaluable. I would really recommend that people seek advice prior to entering into contracts. Yep, yep. yep. What can you tell us about conveyancing that other conveyancers might not want us to know? Okay, I guess the biggest thing I will tell my clients is there are conveyances and conveyances. So at MK Conveyancing, we use a three-page checklist on all of our files. So, you know, we make sure that we've crossed all of our um, T's and dotted all our I's and, you know, done some extra checks to make sure everything is running smoothly and everything is done right. So, you know, there are going to be those conveyances that will perhaps offer you a cheaper deal. But I think it's like the old adage, you get what you pay for. Mm -hmm. You really do. And uh, when it's the biggest financial transaction in your life, I think it's important to you know, go with someone that you trust. Go with someone that has got a reputation of doing the right thing, um, that's experienced. And don't just go for the cheapest person because it could end up costing you thousands and thousands of dollars down the track. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. And do you have any tips for our audience who are specifically people looking to buy or sell an investment property? Definitely, I would recommend that they engage their accountant prior to perhaps putting the house on the market or buying a property. The reason I say that is because it could be that the accountant suggests certain tax entities that they may need to set up prior to entering into a contract. It might be that the accountant suggests that they open or organise a family trust. You know, it could just be in regards to who's the highest breadwinner and whose name the property should be put in. Mm. So all of those sorts of things can save a lot of time, but it can also save the client a lot of money. So just, you know, getting that advice beforehand and again, speaking to their conveyance before they enter into a contract can certainly be a really good advice. Yeah, mm -hmm. great. Um, fantastic, and thank you for joining us today, Monica. I'm afraid that's all we've got time for, but before you go, can you tell us how people can follow or get in contact with you? Certainly, um, well, they can uh, check my website out, which is www.mclay.com.au. They can certainly give me a call on my mobile, 0412-538103, or uh, feel free to send me an email, monica at mclay.com.au. Excellent. Thank we'll put you. those details in the description. Thanks again, and we certainly look forward to having you back. Um, and thank you for joining us too. We hope you found Monica's industry insights to be useful. If you have any questions for Monica, I'm sure she'd be only too happy to hear from you. Similarly, if you have any questions, queries, or feedback for us, please send them in. Comment below or email hello at rosieandrosie.com.au. We'd love to hear from you too. It's been a pleasure having you with us, but it's time for us to go. Until next time, I'm Matthew from Rosie and Rosie, helping you invest in property with confidence. Mm -hmm.